Hey girl, hey, welcome to episode 94 of the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Today I am chatting with the amazingly energetic, positive, super fun loving boss mama, Jennifer Blossom. Now, Jennifer runs her own podcast. And she's also a toddler mama, an occupational therapist, and CEO and founder of Blossoming Mommy and Baby Ann, international digital wellness brand that helps moms simplify healthy living and modern homemaking. Jennifer and I really dig into the way we speak to our children, the way that we create the realities that our kids face and feel. We dig into all of that. We also talk about some of the strategies of mindset when it comes to running a business and being a mama. I think you're really going to love it. What's up, Mama Boss? Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. I'm Stephanie Gass, success strategist and passive income queen creator. If you're ready to step into your God-led potential, create profit from your passions, and capture the success that is already yours This podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at stephaniegass.com. So grab that cup of coffee or fill up that glass of wine and let's dig into today's show. Hey girl, did you know I have a bunch of free gifts for you? I want you to become a Success with Stephanie insider right now because I'm going to send you in your inbox a bunch of freebies that are going to help you grow your following and scale your brand. I want you to go to 30 Growth Hacks, and that's the number 30, 30growthhacks.gr8, the number 8.com, 30growthhacks.gr8.com, and become an insider. And I'll start sending you all my love letters at least once a week. (laughs) See you on the inside. Hey, mamas. I'm super pumped because I have the most gorgeous, amazing, Mm -hmm. happy, fun, positive human being ever on the show with me today, Jennifer Blossom. Hey, Jen. Welcome. Oh, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. You're so sweet and so happy to be here. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, why don't we start by you kind of sharing with us your story. Like, how did you get to where you are? Tell us all about who Jennifer is and what your mission is. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so, so much, Steph, for this opportunity and to connect with all your listeners. So if you guys are new to, gosh, just who I am, first of all, thank you for listening. Uh, My name is Jennifer Blossom. I was born and raised in a tiny fishing town just south of Anchorage, Alaska. Um, We live in a little town called Soldotna, Alaska. I know, Stephanie, we had that little boondock yeah. History and hand in hand. Grew up here, born and raised, and went out to college. I went to Boise State University. Always had a huge passion for health and wellness. Um, was very active growing up in sports, and that led to my career and my pursuits and, and uh, college and grad school for a career in occupational therapy. As I was pursuing that, Stephanie, I really started to struggle with anxiety and panic attacks and really obsessive eating. I got sucked into this rabbit hole of you know exercise anorexia and binge eating and all the things that come with it. And so as I ventured on through college and through grad school, it was very eye-opening and humbling because I was in this very, very dark path while trying to figure out how to be a healthcare professional. And so after all these years of, you know, seriously stressing out with 
anxiety and panic attacks to the point where I thought I was having heart attacks. At one point, Steph, I was on the floor and I had 911 punched into my phone because I was having such intense heart palpitations. I thought I was going to die. And I was so embarrassed to call the emergency room that I was like, well, I'm just going to die here in my apartment in Boise. It was that rock bottom moment where I was like, I can't live like this. So after all of these years of going through just personal struggles of anxiety and stress and obsessive eating and obsessive working out, I came to this place of how can I get healthier again? And so that's really where I started to heal myself and heal my journey. And I started to blog. Um, My first tad bit into the business world was a a blog called Blossom to be Fit. And it was just health and in regards to fitness and nutrition. And then I really started to learn about, well, health is, is more than just fitness and nutrition. It's this holistic approach to, you know, your emotional health and your spirit spiritual health and your mental health and what you eat and how you work out. So I really encompassed this multifaceted approach to health and, and wellness. And, and then stuff as time progressed, I became a mom and, and realized how much of this was missing in the motherhood world. And so now that's where we are at today, this amazing global brand called Blossoming Mommy and Baby that is just a combination of my you know medical experiences as a healthcare practitioner and my experience in the pits of anxiety and overwhelm. And it's just this place for mom moms to come and to be inspired and to get the tools to really help simplify uh, healthy living and modern homemaking for women so we can just truly thrive. I think there are so many moms who are overwhelmed with life and with her health. And so it's a safe place to come, to grow, to learn, to inspire. And, and here we are. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I want to unpack that a little bit, what you just said about yes. here you are in college and you're having these anxiety attacks and all of these things and this food obsession that sounds so similar to where I was at in the, the early twenties. It's like you're, you think that looking a certain way or your external validation is all that matters or that's what creates happiness. Do you think, was this something that happened through your childhood? Was there like a defining moment where you kind of like went to this dark place That is such a good question. And yes, and I always share this moment because I remember it like it was yesterday. I was 16 years old. I was in my AP history class. Never, Stephanie, never had a body image issue before my life. We had a very healthy family, very healthy, active. You know, we would snow machine and play sports and do all the things. Never once crossed my mind. There was one boy in history class that looked at me, and I'll never forget this. He said, Jenny, you're really girthy. You're a really husky girl. And from that moment, I was like, wait, what? Like it never crossed my mind. And from that moment, that really started to teeter this really unhealthy self-image with myself and my body and my relationship with food. And it just spiraled out of control, Stephanie. Like you said, those early 20s, those are hard years when you're trying to figure out who you are and what you know, your worth and all these things that just really snowballed from that moment. That's insane. I don't know if you saw my post like a couple weeks ago where I talked about not wearing shorts for decades because a guy told me in eighth grade, you shouldn't wear shorts. You have cellulite. Oh, Stephanie, what's crazy is that these comments by childhood friends or relatives or whoever makes these comments, like there is so much power in words and there is so much power in how they can impact us in our image on ourselves. I think for our moms to hearing this, like take this to heart for how you speak into your life and into your kid's life, because those little comments, they can really, Stephanie, shape and, and determine like the course of someone's life and someone's relationship with, with themselves. It is so important. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I hear 
And here we can get into this like mommy for a minute and talking to mothers about being aware of the words you're speaking over your kids. Cause I'll be in the store or something and I'll hear someone say you're bad or you're so embarrassing or like I've hear these things and like, it literally strikes me in my heart because I understand where that overwhelmed mom is coming from. She's thinking, shut up, right? Like you're so, you're embarrassing. But when you put these words out and you put them into a little human that takes everything you say as the end all be all, like you are their everything. It becomes reality for these kids. Like Jennifer, what do you think, how can we kind of fix that or reframe as parents the verbiage that we're crafting and putting out into the minds and the subconscious of these people that we're in charge of? That is such a good question. And it really makes me put on my occupational therapist hat. And I have two, like a twofold answer for you. The first is we have to get really good as moms with our own self-awareness. I think that our culture today, Stephanie, is telling us to be so busy to have this false badge of honor as, you know, the busier we can get, the more quote unquote successful we are. And we're so out of tune with what we need as women and as moms. And and if we're not even in tune with ourselves, like how are we going to know and be able to show up for what our kids need. So number one, coming down to your self-awareness and being very self-aware of of what you need, what your body needs, and what your mind needs. And two, being able to reframe that to your kiddos of how can I help facilitate and support this incredible environment for them to learn. And instead of focusing and telling them on what they're doing wrong, how can I tell them and explain them in a way of what they're doing right. So for instance, Steph, like one of the things we're working on with our our little one, Brody, is if he is petting our dog and instead of petting him, if he is hitting our dog, instead of saying, don't hit Tucker, saying, please use gentle hands. So telling them what you want them to do instead of focusing on the negative behavior, that is what we have seen time and time again, helping our kids so much and having them create those healthy habits and healthy healthy thinking from themselves for themselves too. Ooh, that is so, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love it, that. Yes. It's easy to go there and be like, it no, is. no, stop. And I get it. Like I've been there as well, where it's like, I'm just at the end of my rope. I'm like, just stop, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Quit yes. hitting your brother. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think too, like it's, it's not realistic for us as moms to say like, we're never going to, you know, say the negative behavior, but, but really focusing and working on trying to at least 75% of the time using that verbiage to focus on the behavior that you want your kids to have instead of what they're doing wrong. It really helps our children. That is so amazing. So for example, let me think of an example. I'm going to have you reframe it for me. My five and a half year old, he never listens to me. Okay. And this is one I hear mom say all the time. You never listen. Right. And when I hear that, I'm like, well, now you just told the kid that they never listen. So really they're literally never going to listen to you because you just told them you never listen. How can we rephrase that? Or, or do you have any advice on that one? Cause that's what we're struggling with right now. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So what I would tell any of my clients when I'm at the clinic is Again, framing that positive verbiage. So what's your son's name? Miles. Oh, I love it. So Miles, putting on your listening ears. Show mommy your listening ears. You are such a good listener and I want to see you listen well today. And then also Steph, you can frame that with um, any kind of like token system, anything that we can get our kiddos to work hard at something so we can reward good behavior, whether it's an ice cream cone or, you know, they earn five stickers and they get to watch a movie or have a pizza night. Any way we can facilitate and reward good behavior and tell them, you know, again, what you want them to do. So put on those, those good listening ears so we can have fun today. Instead of you're not listening, why aren't you listening? That helps our kids shift that frame of mind so, so well. 
I love that. And actually, I think it's really cool that you mentioned having that positive reinforcement for the good behavior as well as the bad, because we created this little system on the fridge and it's got like five levels and they start in the middle of this little chart, right? And they've got magnets and they can go down. There's two places to go down for, you know, maybe not listening or not whatever X, Y, Z, but they also have two spaces they can go up. And this would be if they do a good deed or they do something really like miles cleaned up yesterday without me even asking him, I said, that is such an amazing, you know, initiative. Some like, I'm so proud of you go move your peg up. And when they move up their little peg, they start earning things. Like you said, like a sticker or they can go choose a, one of their special toys from the toy bin or whatever. And so I love that you've just kind of reinforced what we were doing, which yes. is push them towards the good. You guys, like, it's not all about we're not like banishing our children because hello, their brains are still developing. They're not where we are. We have to teach them and mold them and help them become, but let's do that in a positive way. Yes. Yes. I could not agree more. It is, it is so important today, especially when it's so easy to just to, to be short, to be, you know, tempered and, and, you know, it takes effort and intentionality to be a calm, caring, life-giving parent. But when we, when we can reframe our mindset and like you said, Steph, like the importance, the value that we have as moms to really facilitate and raise amazing humans, it takes effort, it takes patience and it takes practice. And we're going to mess up every day, but you just get up and you keep doing it over and over and over again. It's going to be way more rewarding and more positive because of it. Hey sis, OMG, I have the craziest news ever. This podcast has passed 50,000 downloads. That is such a milestone, a number that I wasn't sure I would ever hit, a number I was afraid to say out loud, but we've done it together. Thank you so much for listening with me, subscribing with me, being a part of this mission with me. I appreciate you more than you could ever know. And cheers because we are onward and upward. We are going to continue pouring into this together, growing together and working on the call that God has placed in each of our hearts to celebrate this amazing win with you. I have set up the 50 K giveaway. You can win the course of your choice. That's right. And I have six or something courses, <laughs> six or seven. I always forget everything from Facebook ads to Facebook funnels to setting up a podcast to uncovering your God-led calling with Passionately Profitable to Instagram. I mean, there's a course for you. All you have to do to be entered to win the course of your choice is three simple steps that will take you less than five minutes. Step one, go to iTunes and leave a written review for the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Screenshot your review and DM it to me on Instagram. Do it before you submit because it takes 24 hours for these reviews to show up. Step two is to take a screenshot of your very favorite episode, post it in your Instagram stories, tag me at Stephanie Gass, hashtag the Mompreneur Mastermind Show. Third and last is to follow me on Instagram. Voila, you're entered. It's literally that easy. This is me celebrating this huge win with you. This is me thanking you. This is the best thing I could think of to celebrate this incredible milestone with every single one of you. Go get registered and entered. I agree. Mm -hmm. So let's shift gears just a little bit, Jen, and talk about, you know, you're running this, you have an amazing podcast. You've got this incredible business that you're running what does it mean to you to kind of fuel both motherhood and business? Like what ingredients do you recommend 
to have both components still stay at the forefront and not like let one step oh, over the other. Yeah. That's the million dollar question. I think we're all trying to figure it out as moms and as entrepreneurs. It's like both of those realms fire me up, Stephanie. Yeah, and we do. It, yes. And it's, it's amazing because I would not want just one or the other, right? It's like this, I get to be both and be great at both, but it definitely takes a balancing act of, okay, which hat am I going to wear right now? And how am I going to do that? Well, mm-hmm. and so I think Steph, it comes down to these three things. The first is that self-awareness. Again, I always come back to this because we can't be doing all the things all the times really well. Right. So we can't, I can't be like on this podcast with you right now and watching my son eat and like trying to vacuum. It's like, it doesn't work. And so what has been so helpful is number one, being self-aware with what I'm doing and when I'm doing it and to be all in. Number two is having very, very good systems and rhythms and routines and play. And so for me, Stephanie, this looks like honestly having, I have two planners. So I have one planner that's a paperback and one planner on the computer for a desktop for like digital everything, like all the things for the company. And so having everything organized from the second I get up, the second I go to bed so I can see my week at glance and my month at glance, that way nothing gets dropped. So I've created these systems and these routines within my home, within my business. So I'm, I know like when I'm turning on for business and when I'm turning off and when I'm turning on for mom, mom life and when I'm turning off. And so being able to create these pockets and these systems and these, these routines throughout our days, throughout our lives has just been very much of an ebb and flow and, and learning from trial and error. But when you can create these like systems and stick with them, I think it's just so empowering and so helpful because you're not again, like trying to be all the things for everybody and you're spread so thin and then nothing gets done very well. The last thing is, is really taking time to rest and to recharge. And that's so hard for us as moms and as entrepreneurs, because we want to do all the things all the time and wear all the hats. But it's what I've learned, Stephanie, over this last year is how important that rest is. And so my team actually has inspired me to take a day off. Like, Jenny, you need to take a day off. I'm like, I don't want to. I love my work. But really, like, if you think about it, like our, and even like turning off our minds. So it's one thing to, you know, shut off the computer. But if your mind's still thinking about business and the projects, like it's, it's hard and it takes discipline, but I've learned Stephanie that there's so much power in resting our mind and taking a break, you know, at least one day a week where you're just completely shutting off from everything. You're going to have so much more of that creativeness, you know, whatever your drive is, whatever your desire is, when you can unplug and step away and do things that fill you up and light you up and fire you up, you're going to be a better mom, better wife, better, better entrepreneur because of it. So those three things have been such a catalyst for me being able to do motherhood and entrepreneur life very well. I love those three things. Now, did you find though that it was a big struggle to get there? Because oh, for sure, yeah. When you start a new business, yes, you're trying all the things to make it successful, and when you're a new mom, you have all the things that you know you're unfamiliar with. Yes. How long was that road for you to discover? And like, what are the tips for actually getting to that place of organization and the discipline to turn off the phone one day a week and to invest in your self care? That is so good. Gosh, I'm like, how long is it take? It's still going. So all these five years. No, but I, I really learned the hard way from burnout. And honestly, Stephanie, when I was first growing this business, you guys, I was in grad school. I was getting my doctorate. I was in this tiny rundown apartment and I was burning the candle at both ends. I mean, I was up till one in the morning doing grad school work and then trying to figure out this whole online world thing. And I, my alarm was set for 5 a.m. And I was running on like four cups of coffee, bag salads. I mean, I had the worst nutrition, the worst anxiety. The, it was just really 
crappy season. And, and that was my like initial burnout of, I can't do this all. So trying to juggle all the plates, figuring out all the things. So I, I learned real hard and real fast from burnout. And I think we, we, we have to see these experiences of burnout, of exhaustion, of like business loss as, as lessons. And so never taking your journey like for granted or beat yourself up because I think that what we go through in life, like we have an opportunity to grow through that and to learn from that. And so there was that initial rock bottom moment. And I think from that moment, Stephanie, I learned a few new things like how to have boundaries, even though I didn't really create good boundaries after that. It took me a while to figure that out, but um, how to create boundaries, how to create systems and also how to start learning new skills. So I really tapped into things like podcasts and audiobooks and different blogs and following leaders who I could learn tools from because I didn't know anything about business. I mean, my degree in undergraduate school was health science and my degree my doctorate is in occupational therapy. So I have zero business background. So being able to immerse myself in leaders who are doing the work well and right, I immersed myself into their teachings, into their courses, into their everything. So I started to learn from the experts from afar. So that really started to help me get out of this pit of, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm very chaotic with everything I'm doing and my thinking and my organization. And so I started to learn from all these different experts in leadership, in finances, and how to run an online business or a brick and mortar, how to create courses, like whatever your niche is, finding out who the experts are and just immersing yourself in that. So that really, really helped me. Um, the other thing that I, that I kind of has shaped me to who I am today, Stephanie, is once we had a couple of those burnout moments, but we've also had these moments of like really big heart to hearts with my husband. And I think a lot of our moms can relate to this because we're trying to balance like growing this business. And as moms, we have a limited time during the day, right? And so my husband was getting really frustrated with me trying to work my business after Brody would go to bed. So he was seeing it as I'm taking time away from him doing what I love. And so we've had tons of those moments, Stephanie, of like, figuring out like what works for both of us and compromising. He also does not get the online world. Like (laughs) I think it's like he, like being in Alaska, like he'd rather live in like the middle of nowhere with no running water and our, our like neighbors are moose (laughs) and bears. And I'm like, okay, this does not work for me. That's that's like my husband's dream. Like Jennifer, he's like, can I go hang out with him and moose hunt and those online market? (laughs) Yes. Can they like do their man things? And then you and I'll have a retreat every year. And like do our internet things because yes. Brian's like Brian's like what what is Instagram? I'm like mm. okay, so it's definitely been a compromise too of figuring out how am I going to respect my family and my business in a way that's going to work for everybody. And it has been hard. And to be honest, like we're still here today trying to figure out what works for all of us. So it's just a big give and take, ebb and flow, learning from the experts and applying it to my life, learning from experiences, and just showing up and doing the work and having that discipline every single day, consistency, 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 and not being afraid of hard work. That has been everything for helping us get to where we are today. I agree with you. It's, and, and you can take those signals too from being self-aware. So, oh, I'm having anxiety. Why? Like looking inside, like, why is this happening? Or, oh, my spouse keeps getting annoyed with me every night. Why? Like open your mouth and have an actual conversation with your spouse when they're in a good mood about what's going on, right? Like yes. is something I'm doing that's triggering this. And I can sometimes look at myself and know that I'm triggering him. Like mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing and I need to fix that or maybe move my schedule in a, in a 
a certain way that will work better for the family. So it's a lot, like you said, it's, it's just kind of taking that inventory as an entrepreneur of what's working, what's not, and knowing that it takes a lot of practice. (laughs) It does. It does. And like you said too, like when you are communicating with your spouse, there's a good time and there's a not good time. So knowing when that time is like right when they get home from work, probably not a good time. Like if they're hangry, probably not a good time. So knowing (laughs) that like being in tune with your husband is super important. If he gets like the latest moose hunt, he gets drawn to the hunt. Like Hey, by the, oh, so, so funny that we're talking about this. My husband got his, all his hunt results in and I was like, oh yeah. So, so since you're going to be gone, like the entire month of September, I'm going to go to an event in October. Okay. <laughs> it was like, oh, I, I see what yeah. you did there. I'm like, yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, yeah I did it. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You got to like play up there. Good. What event are you going to October? I'm going to Angie Lee show her, um, pays to be brave event. Do you follow her podcast? No, I've never heard of her she's amazing. And it's, um, an event. There's 1500 women. It's in San Diego and you should, you should totally come. Yeah. Yeah. You send me, send me the information. We're going to be, um, Brian, my husband, he's going to be gone like all of September in the pool that I work for, for aquatic therapy, they're closed. So we're heading out to Oregon, but I think we're going to be in California for a fun little project. So yeah, girl, send me the information. I would love to come. come. I will. And all you girls listening, come with us and hang out with Jennifer and I. Yes. I love female empowerment events. And I haven't been to one and guys, I'll link my link for you down below in the show notes. So you can grab $50 off your ticket, but they're just so powerful. Like being around a sphere of women that are just lit up and excited about their business and their life. And I need that fuel, you know? Yes. And it is such a difference between, I mean, online is great, but being able to have that tangible real life, that palpable in-person connection is everything. Have you heard of Blistem, Steph? Uh Uh-uh. So Blistem, I'm actually speaking at Blistem this year. It's in Nashville in November. Cool. Um, Amazing uh, speakers, keynotes, roundtable speakers. It's it's amazing. So that's that's in November. I know. I think tickets are still on on sale. Anyways, the the importance of being in in person events is huge. It's so important. I agree. I love that. It's like it just lights you up. It's like yes. you're you're able to have full attention and immersion mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of. Oh, I'm listening to personal development, but my kid also threw a dirty diaper at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't really immerse myself in where I'm going until I remove myself from the family environment just for a couple days. It's just so transformational. It is. And I feel like too, like that is where number one, that creativity comes, but also those connections and what you can do together with other people to have that fire and that fuel. It's just, it is so powerful. I agree. Well, Jen, this has been so much fun. I love your energy. Thank you for bringing it for everybody today. Share with us, where can people find out more about you and where can they check out your podcast and tell us all the things? Of course. Well, hey, Stephanie, thank you so much for allowing me to come on. You are doing such amazing work in the world and and for your tribe. It's just, it's been really cool to connect with you and to see all of your amazing work. So thank you for having me on. You guys can come connect with me over on Instagram as our favorite app at Blossoming Mommy and Baby. And of course, at BlossomingMommyAndBaby.com. And we have the, so original, I know, the Blossoming Mommy and Baby (laughs) podcast show. (laughs) Everything's super easy to find. So come connect with us there. We would love to just to see you mamas and to come alongside you to cheer you on as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jen. Thanks, Steph. We'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. Bye. How much fun was that interview? I love Jen's energy and she's a bundle of fun. She also taught us some really valuable things about reframing the way that we speak 
over our children, I think we can also take all of those lessons and think about how we actually speak to ourselves, how we speak to our clients and our friends and our spouses. Really grateful for that entire message today, and I hope that you are too. I pray over you, Mama, that you know you're absolutely doing your best. I pray that if you are questioning the way that you speak over your kiddos or the way that you're running your business or you're finding some triggers inside your heart that you need to shift, that you take a deep breath and know that you are forgiven and that today is a brand new day. Ask God for his guidance in how to create the right mindset, how to create and frame the right words to shift the way that you mother, the way that you run your business. And I pray that you have the peace and the prosperity that you've been seeking and searching for. I pray that you have balance as much as possible in your business and within your family. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Soul, leave a review. Plenty peace. Hey mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.